why not? Why can't I be the MVP of the league? Why can't I be the best player in the league? Lewis trying to get open, fires away! the real MVP. Are you upset with something? I just don't like you. You don't? No. We're talking about practice. Not a game. Not a game. We're talking about practice. I, I took offense to that. Stay off the weed. What's up, Rim Talkers? We are back after a short hiatus, and we are back into playoff previews once again. I'm your host, K Mack, and I'm here to talk to you about everything that's going on in the NBA today. You may know that we've had our play-in tournament over the last few days, and we now know exactly who the last teams are and who they're going to be playing against. On today's podcast, we will review the play-in matches before briefly previewing all eight playoff games. Finally, I will be reading out your predictions for the rest of the season, namely, who will win the Eastern Conference, the Western Conference and the NBA Championship. Starting with the play-ins, they were a new addition to last year's season and they were a big success in the bubble, so it was decided that this year, instead of the top eight teams going straight into the playoffs, the top six would go through, while teams from 7th to 10th had to play in order to make sure of their place. Starting in the Western Conference, I was surprised to see the Lakers and the Warriors filling out the 7th and 8th seeds. They played each other and the Lakers overcame their opponents with a deep clutch 3 from LeBron James. He was relieved to qualify, having previously shown his frustration by saying whoever invented the play-ins didn't know anything about basketball. I'm sure LeBron would not be saying that if he hadn't been involved. However, Steph Curry's Warriors had a second chance to secure their qualification when they played Memphis Grizzlies to decide on who took the last spot. The big flaw in this system that I can see is that the Warriors were at a real disadvantage, having lost to the Lakers, whereas the Grizzlies, on the other hand, came in after beating the Spurs and their momentum carried them through with star man Ja Morant shining on the night with the game winner. I have extreme sympathy for Steph Curry who had an MVP calibre season this year. It was remarkable to see him play some of his best basketball ever without KD, without Clay Thompson and the rest of their team in a steep decline. Based on this season, Golden State will need to reevaluate and supply Steph with a much better supporting cast. Because despite being the best shooter in the history of the game, he still seems to have so much more to give. Over to the Eastern Conference and the Celtics found themselves having to battle to secure their spot in the playoffs, they comfortably bet the Wizards to ensure their path. Meanwhile, the Indiana Pacers dispatched of Lamelo Ball's Charlotte Hornets, but the Wizards managed to bounce back and they beat the Pacers to secure the 8th seed in the East. Now it's time for the playoff previews. And staying in the East, the first seeds were the Philadelphia 76ers. They will hope to play consistently well in the postseason and they will need to against Russell Westbrook, Bradley Beal and the rest of the Wizards contingent. They should have too much in the tank with a great coach in Doc Rivers and some great signings like Seth Curry and Danny Green. The most important pieces of the puzzle are their young stars Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons who need to answer their critics with a big playoff run. I think Philly will win this series comfortably, but I can see the Wizards taking one game along the way. The second seed in the East are undoubtedly the most talked about team in the NBA this season, the Brooklyn Nets. 
Needless to say that if Kevin Durant, James Harden and Kyrie Irving are all fit and playing well together, that they will take some stopping this year. First up, they play against the Celtics, who are much better than their seventh seed suggests. It will be very interesting to see how the Nets deal with Jason Tatum. He should be able to test their questionable defence, but if it really clicks for the Nets, they could be looking at sweeping their opponents 4-0. In my opinion, the best match of the round will be between the Milwaukee Bucks, who finished in third, and sixth place Miami Heat. Miami beat the Bucks in the bubble during their incredible run to the finals last year. However, Miami were in a rich vein of form, being led by Jimmy Butler, who has spent a lot of this season on the sidelines due to injuries. The Bucks are yet to deliver in the playoffs, and despite having the Greek freak Giannis Antetokounmpo in their ranks, they haven't been able to get it over the line thus far. The Bucks will be the Bucky's favourites for this one, but Jimmy Buckets and the Heat will relish the underdog's tag. I can see this series go in the distance with Milwaukee finally stepping up and securing the win over seven games. And the last game in the East is a very novel matchup, and I don't think there is anything separating 4th place Atlanta Hawks and 5th place New York Knicks. We predicted both of these teams to improve this season, but I was surprised to see them secure such high seeds. With Steph Curry watching from home, I'll be turning my attention to Hawks point guard Trey Young on his playoff debut. He's a slight guy who shoots deep threes in the mould of Steph, and I hope he has a successful start. If he can make use of big men Clint Capella and John Collins, then they should have enough to see off the surprise package Knicks. Trey Young will be matching up against a veteran point guard, Derek Rose, who rim talkers will know I'm a huge fan of. Rose is playing 26 minutes a night, averaging 14 points, and playing some fantastic basketball under his old Chicago Bulls coach, Tom Thibodeau. I have to say it's brilliant to see the former MVP back into the playoffs after a lengthy absence. And he had a great post on his social media earlier on where he compared his career to a chess match. He said that the injuries he had in his past were like losing your queen in a chess match. It's enough to make a man quit, but not Derek Rose. He has battled to get his pawn across to the other side and win his queen back again. The analogy here is that despite busting his knee and losing his pace and explosivity, he has been able to adapt, improvise, overcome and totally change his game in order to make it back to the top table. For his sake, I would absolutely love to see them go on a run. But this series is almost too close to call. My prediction is the Hawks in seven. Now it's time to turn our focus to the Western Conference. First up, table toppers Utah Jazz will play the Memphis Grizzlies. The Jazz have been cooking this year. Spider Donovan Mitchell and Mike Conley have formed a formidable partnership in the backcourt, while their high earner Rudy Gobert is a paint monster when he's on form. If the Jazz can lock up Ja Morant, then they should have no difficulty overcoming Memphis. My prediction for this series is a gentleman's sweep, 4-1 to the Jazz. The unluckiest draw in the round, without a doubt, goes to second seed Phoenix Suns. They have had a superb season, building on their amazing form from the bubble. Their coach has been the best in the league. Devin Booker is a superstar and big man DeAndre Ayton has been dominant as he goes about justifying his selection as a number one draft pick in 2018. The big difference from last season is the fact that they now have point guard Chris Paul in their ranks and his experience and leadership could be invaluable during playoff time. The Suns have been rewarded for their efforts with a first round clash against none other than defending champions LA Lakers. And one thing I've learned from watching basketball is to never write off a team with LeBron James in it. He knows better than anyone that the regular season does not count for much and that it's what you do from here on that makes the difference. 
based on that, I can't rule out him and AD turning on the style and showing up against the Suns. This is another series that I could see going right down to the wire, but my prediction is that the Lakers' experience will give them enough to win in six. The second last game of the round sees third-ranked Denver Nuggets against the sixth-place Portland Trailblazers. Nikola Djokic has been ripping it up all season, but he will feel the loss of point guard Jamal Murray. The two worked in tandem last year to reach the conference finals, but I believe that they will be vulnerable without him. Personally, I would love to see the Trailblazers win, not least for players like Dame Lillard, CJ McCollum and vet Carmelo Anthony. I think there's nothing to separate these teams, but if Joseph Nurkic can put it up to Djokic, that will give the Blazers and their better backcourt every chance of shading it. My prediction is Portland in six. Lastly, the final game of our first round sees a rematch of a very feisty bubble game from last season. Fourth seed LA Clippers will once again play Luka Doncic and the Dallas Mavericks. Last time around, the Mavs lost their big man, Kristaps Porzingis, to injury, and I'm not sure if he has quite recovered his form ever since. If the Clippers can lock down Luka, they should comfortably win this series, but this is much easier said than done. The Clips will look to build on last season's disappointment by at least making the finals. With Kawhi Leonard going into free agency this summer and Paul George's ears ringing from criticism from the last two years, now is the time for them to go on a run or else this team could be breaking up without achieving anything. Either of these teams could shine on their day, but my prediction is that the Clippers will be too strong for their Dallas counterparts. Clips in five. Dear Basketball. folks every single one of our first round playoff games previewed and predicted feel free to get in touch with my socials on twitter and instagram at rimtalkpod especially if you feel like abusing me for any of my predictions here today i would love to include your comments and opinions on the next few podcasts so hit me up and let me know where you want to see this podcast going over the next few weeks I asked on the Instagram today for a couple of predictions and a few have come in. I'm looking for who you guys think is going to win the Eastern Conference, the Western Conference and the overall championship. Stephen has got back to me. He reckons that the Jazz will win in the West. He thinks the Nets are going to win in the East and that the Nets are going to win the championship outright overall. Hard to argue with that. I mean, if the three boys show up and they all play well, they're going to take some stopping. And possibly only the Bucks going at full tilt or maybe the Lakers would be able to put it up to them, in my opinion. Mihal has been in touch as well. He thinks that the 76ers are going to win in the East. He thinks the Jazz are going to win in the West and that the 76ers will win in the finals. I'd love to see a good run from the 76ers, but it's been a while since they were in that sort of territory. So we'll see if they're able to win the East. Whoever wins the East this season definitely have a bigger chance than in the past. And William got in touch as well. His prediction for the West is the Suns and he thinks the Nets are going to win the East and overall he thinks the Nets are going to win as well. 
So guys, between now and the next podcast, why not hit me up with a DM, tell me who you think is going to win in either conference and who's going to be the overall champion. I'll be very impressed if anyone can predict all three of those correctly at this stage. And if you do, there's definitely going to be a prize sent out to you. Maybe that prize will be your name is going to be read out on this podcast. What an honor that would be. I know I know you're going to be very, very excited about that proposition. So please do get in touch and I'd be more than happy to read your comments out on the next podcast. I've really enjoyed the interaction that we've had with some of the fans on this since the start. And of course, you guys know that the only reason that these podcasts are made is because you listen to them. So thank you very much for your continued listenership. If you're a first-time listener, I would urge you to go back and listen to some of the podcasts and player focuses that we have already done. And if you're one of the continued listeners, I just want to say thanks for giving up your time. I hope you enjoyed it. And the only favour I'll ask of you is if you can just keep sending it around, keep sharing it, send it to people that you think might be interested in basketball or sport. As you guys know, now is an excellent time to be getting into it. The next few weeks, we've got lots of playoff basketball. We've got competitive knockout basketball basketball and then we're going to have the finals in the summer so i'm very much looking forward to that and the rim talk pod is going to be back and it's going to be here every step of the way now the last thing i want to do today is give you guys a fixture watch and hopefully you're not listening to this too late but on saturday the 22nd of may we've got a couple of early games taking place at 7 p.m the milwaukee bucks are taking on miami heat and then at 9 30 the clippers are playing the mavericks both of those of course are in irish time on sunday we're blessed as well to have early games this is a rare rare occurrence in the nba but at 6 p.m on sunday the 76ers take on the wizards And at 8.30 that night, the Suns take on the Lakers. And I'm very much looking forward to watching that match. The rest of the weeknight games are quite late, but I'm really looking forward to competitive basketball being back. And it seems that the weekend games are going to be on at a reasonable hour, with matches taking place at 6, 7, 8 o'clock. And the playoffs are so, so exciting, especially in the first round, because you're going to have two or three games taking place almost every day. In a couple of weeks, when it gets down to the conference semifinals and finals, the games are much more sparse. But now in round one, it is helter-skelter for the next while. So I'm looking forward to seeing how all the results go. And I'll come back with another podcast in about a week or so with some updates. Now, thanks a million to all my Rim Talkers for listening. I hope you enjoyed this preview podcast. It's good to get back into the swing of things. That's all for today, folks. Until next time, keep Rim Talking.